0: Welcome to Premiere the Play, bringing the theater from our homes to yours. Premiere the Play, new theatrical works from the pen to the page to the podcast.
1: Welcome back to Premiere the Play. I'm Rebecca Lynn, and today, join the mayhem that ensues when a manipulative psychotherapist, an ambitious patient, and a controlling secretary come together in an explosive cocktail that gets two innocent patients caught up in a dangerous coup. Written by Richard Bont, Venom stars Silas Cade, Carl Weintraub, Sarah Schulte, and Matt Curtin.
0: Late Saturday afternoon. Hello, Fred. Hi, Herb. How are we feeling today? Oh, uh, not so bad. Who is that? Her? Why don't you ask Dolores? She found her. I don't want to ask Dolores. Beautiful girl, isn't she? Dolores certainly knows how to pick them. What does she want? I'm not sure, Fred, but even if I were, I wouldn't want to waste your good money talking about her.
2: You told me you were going to repair that. Are you calling the shots around here now, Fred? Herb, those are our
0: clients' questionnaires. Sit down. Yeah, she's a beautiful girl. Bet you'd like something like that, hmm? I don't know her. She's seeing this quack choreographer. Such a shame. I think he's got her hoodwinked. Yeah, I was thinking about what you were saying the other
2: day. Did you see
0: the second office back here?
2: When did you get a second office? Dolores didn't show you. Did you just have it built? I was here four days ago.
0: I had some very fast workers in here, Fred. You, You had it built for me, right? Why? You want to take a look? Is it
2: for me? Did you have it built for me?
0: Got to expand, Fred. Got to expand. You're not going to give it to Dolores, are you? Dolores works where I tell her to, Fred. You know that. Besides, it's just a back passage. That's all it is. I needed to enlarge the back passage.
2: Yes, but am I getting it? Fred? I want it. I've been here a lot longer than she has.
0: You know, I use two types of therapeutic processes. So? So, depending on the patient, I'll either be able to see them in the front room or in the back room.
2: They, you're saying I'm front room material? Exactly.
0: You're a special patient, Fred. You're very special. Uh-huh. What's wrong? It's a, nothing. Nothing at all. Now, 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 no secrets
2: here. What you're actually saying is that I'm still just
0: a Did you really think she was good-looking? Or are you just trying to humor me? Now you're talking about that woman again! Who do you think I was talking about? I know you
2: don't like Dolores. I told you she was very good-looking. Are you going to listen to me?
0: Sure. I hope I haven't kept you too long. About 45 minutes? So that's what's wrong! I'm sorry, but but it does happen sometimes. I'm very much in demand, and when one patient comes in late, well, let's just call it the domino theory. I get it. Yes.
2: That woman delayed you. And you. That woman is a new patient?
0: How does that make you feel? About her? No, about being one of the dominoes. Herb,
2: would you not... Use those today. I'm trying to tell you something
0: important. You know the rules of life, Fred. When you keep people interested, they always listen to you. When you don't, well...
2: I'm paying you to listen to me. No, you're
0: paying me to be your mirror. If you don't want me around here anymore... You said that! Not me. Remember, I didn't say that. Please stop bouncing those
1: balls!
2: I'm sorry about raising my voice. I was trying to tell you
0: how I feel. But never in words, Freddie. You know that. Use your emotions. It's elementary. Even Marcy knows that. Who? Marcy, my new patient. She wasn't afraid to express herself. She got to the meat of the matter, my boy. The meat of the matter. So she is your new patient.
2: Marcy Guy knew it. Well, Marcy's a woman. I guess it's easier for women to express themselves emotionally.
0: In only her second session? (laughs) Were you ever able to do that? (sighs) You don't begrudge me another patient. She only associates with guys... Full of confidence, my boy. Only with the creme de la creme, if you understand my meaning. The creme de la creme. I'm feeling
2: a bit depressed today.
0: I knew it! That's how Marcy was, too. I told her to snap out of it. Just like that? Just like that. That's what I'm going to tell Ed, too, when he arrives depressed. Who's Ed? I haven't met him yet, but... Apparently, Ed's like you used to be, but younger, of course. Very, very much younger. He's got real promise. At least, that's what Dolores tells me. Are you trying to tell me that you're taking on two new patients as well as Dolores? We wanted to make it a surprise for you. See how you react in a therapeutic situation. You know, territoriality and all. Well, I don't like it. Hit it!
2: I don't want to hit that bag. Hit it. Come on.
0: Now don't worry. We're going to give you the same
2: attention as before. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What's all this wee business? You're still grooming me to take over for you, right? I'm grooming you for the big one, Fred. Okay, but just you and me, okay? We don't need that
0: Dolores girl. Oh, don't worry about her. She won't act up like that again. I promise. I suppose we could leave her in her secretarial position. She'll never work her way up to therapist, Fred. She's got to put in the time for that, just like you have. But what about Ed? I mean, do you think he'll be with us for a long time?
2: Edward? As a patient? I don't think so. You don't even know him. Uh, Maybe he wants to be a therapist, too. He'll learn the ropes from you. Relax, Freddy. He's not going to take your place. You've got to understand, I've been waiting a long time for this. Of course
0: you have. No, apparently, Edward's too smart for all this. Too much on the ball. That's what Dolores tells me. How long have you been with me now? Ten years. Ten years, huh? <laughs> oh, well. Some things take time.
2: But you to- you told me when I started it would only take three months. That was
0: then. This is now, Fred. That reminds me. You don't mind if we cut this short today, do you? What? Marcy's coming back. She needs to work some things out. But I've been waiting almost an hour already. Come on, Fred. How long have we known each
2: other? No. But we're talking about my prepaid session here. For my therapy.
0: Mine. That's what I'm paying you for. And when you start working for me, I'll be paying you. So it all evens out. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't make that face. I'll make it up to you in a few days, all right?
2: With all due respect, Herb, you're cutting me shorter and shorter every week.
0: Time. That's all it is. Time. No big deal. Snap out of your depression. I'll only charge you for a mini session. Marcy!
3: You told me it would only take five minutes. Oh, hello.
0: Fred was just on his way out the door.
3: I thought you two had finished.
0: No need to feel guilty. Say goodbye, Fredo. But (laughs) I closed the door on your way out. Come on.
3: I'm sorry.
0: I make my patients excuse themselves when they lose their temper.
3: Who was that?
0: A patient I've known for a long time. He's been on the rag lately, but normally he's very cooperative. I don't know what's gotten into him. He's an extremely bright guy with a lot of money.
3: Is he married?
0: You like them married, huh? No, for a guy like that, a hard worker, a winner with a Protestant work ethic, where are you going to find a woman good enough for him? One who is not only beautiful like yourself, but who is also bright. Give him a quality Ph.D. and you don't have to put anything else on his plate. You got through high school, didn't you?
3: I had to finish up my diploma in correspondence school since I was always touring with the dance company. But I got accepted into junior college just last week. Oh, really? Uh, What are you going to major in? P.E.
0: Physical education? A fine major. I notice you have firm, bouncy sneakers.
3: I'm always exercising.
0: That's marvelous. Now, Marcy. Before we go any further, you understand that therapy is not always easy. The things I say may not be what you want to hear.
3: That's why I'm here. I really want to solve my problems.
0: You sure now?
3: Fire away. I'm not afraid of anything.
0: Good. As long as we understand each other.
3: Anyway, did we clear all that up from before? My problems with my boyfriend? Not really. You just have to raise
0: your expectations of him. It's as simple as that. How? Listen
3: to the positive.
0: Get rid of the negative. You love him, right?
3: Well, yes. But does Joe love me? Maybe he thinks I'm not good enough for him.
0: Maybe you're not. Or maybe he's not good enough for you. You want my advice? Forget Joe and think Marcy. You don't think Joe would pay good money to see a shrink only to wonder what Marcy thinks about him, do you?
3: You're saying I'm not important to him?
0: No. You're saying that.
3: He's been going out a lot lately with the other dancers, and in our line of work, that's natural. I can't hog him all to myself, but we're never alone anymore.
0: He doesn't have a place for you.
3: No, and... I feel I'm special, at least in his life. I I feel I, I should have a special place.
0: You want to be his queen.
3: That's only natural. Exactly. And now, one of the other dancers, this dinky bitch. That's her name, Dinky. She's trying to take over my spot as lead dancer. But I'm the best one in the group.
0: All my patients are the best.
3: But I am. Joe thinks so.
0: He does. So you are important to him.
3: Yeah, but the times we're together, he seems distant. We're together, but we're not. Know what I mean? And lately I've noticed he's spending a lot of money. What on? That's what I'm worried about.
0: So am I.
3: Why? You don't think...
0: Go ahead.
3: You don't think he's being unfaithful?
0: When are you getting married?
3: What does that have to do with it?
0: You have no plans for marriage? Not really. Well, there you go then. Joe's doing what Joe's got to do, and my job is to make Marcy do what Marcy's got to do. If you're not married, you take what you get.
3: So, you're saying I can't count on Joe?
0: You said that, not me. Remember, I didn't say that. Forget about Joe. Hit this. Why? Hit it. Come on. Hit it. Harder. Again. That's right. Again. Yes. No, yes. No. My digestion.
4: Again. Yes. I love it. Please. Mercy!
0: That all? You're not angry enough. You ought to work out with Fred.
3: Fred? What are you talking about him for?
0: He likes to hit, and he hits hard. Fred's a man. Fred knows what he wants. Do you know what you want?
3: Well, yeah,
0: You want therapy? Well, here we go. This is how I get results with my patients now. Tell me the good things about Joe.
3: Well, he makes me feel like... Get the pillow. Why? I'm telling you the good things.
0: Just do it.
3: <sighs>
0: he makes me feel what?
3: I don't know. He makes me feel like a woman.
0: What kind of woman?
3: You know, feminine, I suppose. Very feminine.
0: You mean wanted?
3: From a woman's point of view?
0: Yes. Hit the pillow.
3: I don't want to hit the pillow!
0: Touchy! We're getting touchy now. You sure you're not confusing feeling feminine, those are your words, and feeling wanted, those are mine?
3: No. Does he ever ask for your advice? Sometimes. But most of the time he doesn't need to because he's got this bitchy mother he's always calling and she tells him what to do.
0: Sounds like a mama's boy to me.
3: Oh, no. He's very masculine.
0: Then maybe he's some sort of latent homosexual, even if he appears to be very masculine. You're not saying that? Oh, no. No. You're you're not saying there are a lot of homosexuals and perverts and other assorted nasties out there making it tough for the rest of us, are you?
3: No, of course not. What did you say he did for a living again? Joe, he's my choreographer. Pretty loud toilet.
0: The back passage is out of order. Dolores, take a hike. Go to dinner. You're disturbing us. Maybe she's gone back to that can. Go on, beat it. I think she's jealous of you. That's one thing you'll have to be careful of. Jealous women.
3: How can you say that? She brought me here.
0: She did not. She met you in a deli, told you about me, but you called the office. Remember, never let the other girl know she's the enemy. You're a beautiful girl. And many women are going to give you problems. Only because they're jealous. It's no reflection on you as a person.
3: It's funny you saying that. Joe told me the same thing. Told me the men were no problem. He said I should watch out for the women in the company.
0: But you're going to have to watch out for Joe, too. Like you said before, Joe's a bell ringer. He's a spear chucker. And I know you don't have the heart to get rid of him.
3: Why would I? But, but I can do it if I have to.
0: No, you can't. You want me to do it for you.
3: I didn't say that.
0: But you implied it. Let's not get nasty here. Remember what I said about therapy.
3: He says he loves me. Of course
0: he says so. But I say, and don't get angry when I tell you this because I believe in no-holds-barred therapy, I say he gets to use you like a receptacle whenever he wants.
3: That's a disgusting thing to say.
0: I know, but it
3: had to be said. Hold on. Come
0: here. Let me look at something.
3: Leave me alone.
0: Don't get hostile just because the truth hurts. Look at yourself in the mirror. Your eyes are down. Your shoulders are hunched over. What are you looking at? What do you think Fred would say?
3: You got a thing with Fred?
0: No, I don't have a thing with Fred. And don't try to change the subject either. You don't know what he wants. Now, I want you to forget about Fred, and Joe, and Schmo, and just feel the warmth your own gaze gives off.
3: What are you trying to do?
0: The eyes shine forth light, Marcy. Concentrate on the light, and the man of your dreams will feel your
3: heat. I thought you wanted me to forget the man of my dreams and to concentrate on me.
0: Yes, but by raising, fixating, and finally, propelling your regard onto the mirror of the world out there, you will eventually entice all other eyes towards you. See yourself as more beautiful, more talented, and more successful than you ever imagined. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am soft, but I can also be positively assertive.
3: I'm not sure what you're getting at, but...
0: Just do it. I am beautiful,
3: I... I am beautiful, I am soft, but I can also be positively assertive. Is that what you want me to say?
0: No! I am beautiful. I am soft. But I can also be positively assertive.
3: I am beautiful. Oh, Herb, that does feel good. Sure it does.
0: I am soft.
3: I am soft.
0: I am soft.
3: But I can also be positively assertive.
0: Slowly, my dear, in rhythm to the banging
4: balls.
3: Positively assertive. Oh, Herb.
0: You're getting drowsy. You're getting drowsy, my dear.
1: Fred appears, watching them, and takes a step towards the light switch. Fred flicks off the lights.
0: (gasps) Who's there?
4: Dolores! Dr. White? Where is that light switch? Ah. Ah! Dr. White? You're Dr. White? Who the hell are you? Edward Smart. How did you get in? The door was open.
0: You stay here.
4: Dolores! Who turned off the light? I don't know,
0: sir. You don't know? What do you mean you don't know? You're trying to entrap me. Entrap you? What do you mean, entrap you? I told you to hold all my appointments until Marcy left. I have it right here Edward J. Smart. He's a new patient. I know he's a new patient. Oh.
4: Edward J. Smart. Yes, I hope I didn't cause any trouble. I had an appointment. Appointment, huh? In the dark? I was looking for the light.
0: Hmm,
4: So was I. Communication
0: problem, I bet. No big deal. If you want me
4: to leave, Oh, no, 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 no. But your secretary told me it was going to be a private session. She did, huh?
0: Dolores told you that, too.
4: Hey, I'm really
0: sorry. No, no. Nothing to be sorry about.
3: That's all right, Herb. I was on my way out.
0: Are you you sure, my dear? I don't want to rush you out of here.
3: I think we got to the root of my problem today.
0: Well, I wouldn't go that far, but we're getting there. Edward J. Edward. Let me introduce you to another new patient, Marcy Stemkowski. Hi. Pleased to
4: meet you. And once again, I'm sorry about...
0: And I'm Herbert E. White, Ph.D., Chief Analyst and Director of the White Institute of Mental Psychotherapy, or WIMP, at your service. Please call me Herb. So, we had a little misunderstanding, but what can you do? You can't always get the help you want these days. That Dolores back there? (laughs) Well, I won't talk about her. Did she say your appointment was in the front or back office? I don't know. Is this the front office? Yes, it is. This is where I normally work, but I'm expanding, see? And she's been going around telling people I have staff for the back passage. I mean, (laughs) the back office. But when really, I have no competent therapists at all, except for myself, of course. Basically, she's just trying to glorify her own position and get the back passage for herself. Dolores? Dolores! See what I mean? You never know what she's going to do from one moment to the next.
4: This is a psychotherapy clinic, right?
0: No, don't worry about a thing, Edward. Edward. Mm, Thank you, Marcy. Mm. There's a good
3: girl. Goodbye, Dr. White. Goodbye, Edward.
0: No, We're very informal here. Have a seat. Have a seat.
4: Is there a problem, Edward? I'm sorry, but do I have to stare at myself in this mirror? No. You look at me. I'll be standing right behind you. But I can see my reactions. Exactly.
0: Is this your first time in therapy? Don't be afraid. But I thought...
4: I thought you lied on a couch when you went to the psychiatrist? You mean lay on a couch, don't you?
0: There are different ways of doing things. I sometimes have my patients lie on a couch, sometimes sit on a hard chair, and at other times look in the mirror. Sometimes they have to be doing something when they talk to me. Even silly things like hitting the beanbag or playing with video games. But
4: how do you know who should do what?
0: I know. The important thing for you to do is relax and be honest. Honest with yourself and honest with me. Looking in the mirror will keep you that way. You see, my sessions are tough because I'm looking for hard answers to hard questions. So, many times, you're going to feel very uncomfortable, but don't shy away from discomfort because when you're uncomfortable, when you're feeling pain, that's when we're getting somewhere. That feeling means you're getting better. Do we understand each other? I think so. You got to be rugged. You got to be man enough to go through with this. Oh, I am rugged. You got to be more than rugged. I'm afraid you also have to have a skin like a rhinoceros. Oh,
4: don't worry. I got what it takes. I'm a salesman. Well then, what can I do for you? I came because I think there's something wrong at work. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm feeling out of sync sort of in the way, like I don't belong there anymore. Is
0: this a recent
4: development? I'd say about the last three months. And you
0: came on your own to see me? Yes. Well, that's good. That's half the battle, recognizing when there is a problem, even if you don't know what to do about it. (laughs) So, no one told you to come here? No. No higher authority in your life, no... Job supervisor? No. I
4: saw your ad at the deli, though.
0: Oh, yeah? Which one? Mort's? Marvin's? Sammy's? Vinces? Sammy's! Sammy's! Good choice! Excellent food!
4: You like the matzo ball soup? No. I like the bran muffins. Uh, Yes. So do I. Uh, Anyway, it's not that I have a big problem or anything. It's not that... You're not
0: hiding anything from me,
4: are you, Edward? No, of course not. But I thought that maybe I needed some type of communication enhancement. Some sort of boost. What do you do? I sell computer dating systems to big companies. Computer dating systems to big companies. You like your job? Very much so. What kind of people do you work with? All sorts, really. What? Young? Old? Mostly young, I suppose. High pressure? The people or the job? Both. It's funny you ask that, because that's one of my problems. There seems to be a lot of stress in this job. And that's why you need the boost, right? I guess. You see, we've been talking
0: about a communication enhancement here, but who needs the enhancement? Maybe you're not the one who needs it. Maybe
4: it's the other guy who has the communication problem. Did you ever think of that? That's possible, I guess. But I don't work with any guys. Really? Only women? Sort of. Actually, I'm on my own in the field. All the men are. My problem is, when I go into the office, all the people in the office are... women.
0: Oh, yeah? What kind of women?
4: Well, they're young. Tough? Tough? I suppose. they have to be. We all have to be. They're very business-oriented. Like Marcy? Marcy? Oh, you mean the woman who was just here? Oh, no, she seems sort of athletic? She's a dancer. You like that type? I hadn't even given it a thought. You hadn't?
0: Sounds like you should. Otherwise, you're left with these tough cookies, right? Yes. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Don't let me put words in your mouth. Uh, No, I agree with you
4: 100%. Because
0: that's what we're here for. We're here to listen to you, to listen to your problems. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more. I ask the questions, you give the answers, right? Of course. But you've seen them, haven't you? The power tech types, you know,
4: shoulder pads, short hair, femininity turned warrior. (laughs) Power techs? I guess you could call them that. You bet we can! God damn it! When's she gonna get that thing fixed? I told her to call the plumber!
0: <sighs> so the women work upstairs, right? In so-called white-collar sanctity?
4: Yes. Why? What are you implying?
0: I never imply, Edward. That's one thing you'll learn about me. Just ask Dolores back there. Or even Fred, one of my best patients. I deal in facts, not fiction.
4: But I'm a white-collar worker, too.
0: Yes. But you're in the field. They're on the phone. You're doing the work, bringing in the money. They're sitting on the phones, blabbing away, talking about
4: this, talking about that, doing their nails. They're making our sales arrangements, coordinating all of us. Oh, for Christ's sake!
0: Stop seeing the other guy's point of view for once in your life. The fact is, Edward, we're dealing with white-collar strong women here who've got you in a bind.
4: Who are you talking about?
0: Your bosses?
4: They're not my bosses, they're my colleagues! Well,
0: who's the top honcho? Who's the big enchilada? You mean, who do we work for? Yes. Who's the head ding? What's his name? His name? My boss is also a woman. Oh, no! Oh, for Christ's sake! What kind
4: of woman? What do you mean? A strong woman? I don't know! A weak woman? What's going on here? Is she weak? No, she's not weak. Strong as an ox? What are you talking about? As strong as your mother? What's my mother got to do with it? She got you in a bind. You're crazy. She's got you in a bind. No woman's got me in any bind, Herb. Come on now. I can tell. You're barking up the wrong tree. I'm onto something. Oh, I can't.
0: Sit down. Nah.
4: Let me go. Sit down.
0: You're resisting. I'm not resisting. You're hiding something. I can tell. Out with it, boy.
4: Let me go. Shit.
0: What did you say, you goddamn little coward? Let me go! She's got you in a bind. No! No! She's got you in a bind. Let
4: me go! She's got you in a bind! No!
0: No! No! Feel better? You told me you could take it. I took you at your word. I'm doing this for your own good, don't you see? It's not for me. But you have to get rid of all this poison inside you. All my patients go through with it. It's nothing personal. I have no axe to grind. I'm going to the back passage now. I need to relax and calm down. Why don't you relax too for a bit, take it easy? Afterwards, Dolores will come in and take your next appointment.
1: Four days later, Herb wheels a large covered structure into the
0: closet. Fred
3: Stone here to see you.
0: He doesn't have a session now. What's his problem?
3: I'll send him in. God, God damn it, Dolores!
2: Hello, Fred. Hi, Herb. I hope I'm not disturbing you.
0: I was just finishing my creative work. Well, I'm sorry, but I had to see you. That's what I like to hear. Spontaneous desire. You have it? So do I. I may do psychotherapy for a living, but I'm really a creative sculptor at heart. You never told me that. Because you always paid me to listen to you. Are your sculptures in there? These are my works of art. I keep a private stock of them. Could I see them? Can't have you do that, my friend. You might get jealous. That's your major stumbling block. Jealousy. So, not feeling well again, are we? You can hear it in my voice. I can hear Dolores as well. No further problems with her? Herb? She's got a great body, don't you think? Almost a liability working with her. That's why she works in the back passage, always ready for the big Herb, I've been meaning to talk to you about myself. Yourself? That's what we're here for! But I'm going to have to charge you double for this emergency session. Why? You know the rules, Fred. No appointment, you double the rate, okay? But I'm almost a colleague of yours, an equal. Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. If I can't teach you discipline, how are you going to dish it out to your patients, not to mention Dolores? Ever since that woman arrived, our practice hasn't been the same. My practice right now is not yours yet. I'm in charge here.
2: Yeah? Well, why don't you take charge of Dolores? You told me she's always in that toilet. And when are you gonna fix that thing?
0: I think you're jealous, Fred. Jealous of Dolores and her bimbo lifestyle. Not cerebral enough for you. I am not jealous of her,
2: and she's no bimbo. (laughs) That's not the feeling I get. I just prefer talking about myself, if you don't mind.
0: It's your session, Fred. All
2: yours. Uh, anyway, uh, may- may- maybe it's me, I suppose, but...
0: Your hair. You're pulling your hair again. What, what do you think your future patients are going to say? Sorry. Anyway,
2: this is a very hard thing for me to say, Herb, uh, but... Spit it
0: out, Fred!
2: Uh, yes. Well... Not to beat around the bush. I've been coming to you for about ten years now. And frankly, I haven't been able to get to the central core of my problems. Very
0: good, Fred. Very good. What? When you let off steam, you're not afraid to give me both barrels. So... Maybe it's time for me to become a therapist myself. Well, listen to Fred. The cat's out of the bag. I've underestimated you. We've been trying to get to this point for 10 years. This is a breakthrough, my boy. This is an historic moment. We'll have Dolores bring out the champagne. You don't have to go that far. Damn right I don't. You think this is news? You think you're telling me something I don't know? Obviously, no therapist solves his own problems, let alone that of his patients. That's why he becomes a therapist. But, at the very least, you got to have a minimal level of maturity and presence. Anyway, we discussed that last week. But the session was cut short. Are you saying it's my fault?
2: Well, no. It's not a question of fault. Just a fact.
0: The fact is... No need to be pedantic now, Fred. We always deal in facts here.
2: We all know I have to change. We all know that... You know that. You have to change. Yes. I keep forgetting. I have to change. But have I changed? Do you want to? What do you think I've? What do you think I've been coming to you for ten years now? Will you please stop banging those balls?
0: <sighs> do you really want to change? That is the question. I mean, you say you do. You've been coming here for 10 years. Hell, Sisyphus kept trying to push a rock up a hill his whole life, but instead of working hard to get it up there, he kept calling time out to eat a donut, then the rock would roll back down again. Get the picture? I try to use different ploys to make you change, but what happens? You don't want to. And if you don't want to, you won't change. You can't just give a flimsy effort and fits and starts. You're going to have to change a lot more than that to become a therapist. But I'm trying. Who isn't? But what's really happening? Let's look at the facts. Have you stopped pulling your hair? No, you haven't. So who's kidding whom here, Fred? I don't like that tone of yours. It's called the guilt by intimidation tone. You know it, I know it. Have I ever babied you, Fred? No. Sure, I'll let you bite on the carrot, but then I'll give you the stick. No slip ups, no bum wraps. I think there's some sort of devil working inside you. Some lousy, crummy thing that you have to squash just like that. Crush it. It takes will. It takes guts. AND ALL THE THERAPY IN THE WORLD WON'T DO YOU A BIT OF GOOD UNLESS YOU HAVE IT!
4: How's your job going? Uh, I'm feeling hemmed in by it. Not free.
0: Do You want the couch? Why? I want you to tell me about your job. I want you to tell me about your job. You know I'm having a problem there. You're not telling me you lost your job no? again. Oh, no, no, of course not. Don't lie to me now. I'm not lying to you. Then don't lie to yourself, either. I don't
2: feel I can expand my mind now, like I used to in this job. It's getting to be too much of the same thing.
0: Change it. The routine you're... Sp- you know, shut that damn broken.
2: thing off! Don't do that to me today. You know I am
0: not in the mood for that. Duh. <sighs> Maybe you need a hobby. Besides coming here to hold my paternal hand, maybe you need something that'll get you out of those manila folders you sort all day. What manila folders? Aren't you in the folder business? I used to be a literary critic,
2: but I've been an archivist now for many years. I'm one of the best and well-known in the country, but now I'm studying to be a psychotherapist. Where's your memory con? You can make a living doing that? File man? I am not a file man. I'm the head archivist in the downtown public library.
0: You sure you haven't lost your job? Herb,
2: I'm in the top creative talent pool in the country right now. I think I've gone right to the top of my profession.
0: But...
2: Ironically, being at the top is not enough. You know, in fact, the last thing I feel is creative. Maybe that's why I come here. So that I can be a... Creative psychotherapist one day.
0: You're here at least twice a week. And get rid of that word, will you? Creative? What do you want to call it? Ingenious.
2: Anyway, I have all these ideas, right? You know, But the guys in the office, they don't want to know about that. They want me to toe the party line. They want me to do research in an esprit de corps type vein. But I find that Uh, anti-ingenious. Creative... Anti-creative. I don't want to work along party lines. So you quit? No, I told you I have not lost my job. Did I say that? I'm doing the best I can, and I'm still trying to get rid of my problems through therapy after all these years. Now, I'm trying to explain the problem to you, but... Look out!
0: You're starting to go into transference. I am not in transference, and I have not lost my job! Sit down! You're in transference. You're talking to Herb here, not some schmo from your past. Now, here I am, in one of the most creative, to use one of your words, fields you can think of, psychotherapy. But is that enough for me? Do you think I worry about being stimulated intellectually by my patients' neuroses, their problems with money, problems with sex, their careers, their lack of careers, respect, no respect, what they want, what other people want? Hell no! Sure, these may be very interesting, intelligent people, I know, but look at what they worry about! Their problems are all guilt-related. Their problems are boring. That's why I have my sculptures. In there? Could I see them? No. Why not? Door's locked. I have a better job for you. What job? You were planning to come to work for me? Uh, Not for you. With you. Together. Yeah, would you mind filing these? Here are the files and a big red felt marker pen that you can keep after for your own personal office. I want you to have it for your pains. Bills. Receipts, invoices, old bits of paper? Those old bits go under miscellaneous. Is this some sort of a joke, Herb? No, just find out the subject matter of the item, use the A to Z system, and cross-reference any ambiguous subject matter. Like with the item bills, they could go under I for invoices or B for bills. But then you'd have to be able to suitably subdivide them, also... I'm asking you about the filing, Herb. This is what you want me to do? Didn't you say last time you wanted to work together? Yes, but I didn't think. You got to start somewhere, Fred. You can't just call yourself a psychotherapist because you've done a little analysis or because you've got some doctoral degree as a file man.
2: I am not a File, man. I am an archivist. Listen, I've been in therapy with you for over ten years. That's nothing to what I've
0: spent. And I have jumped through every hoop you can possibly imagine. Next, I'll have you file my patient's case histories. And after you've done that, I'll let you file the tape recordings I've made of my sessions with them. And maybe after that, you can listen to them, too.
2: But when am I going to get my own patients? Why can't Dolores file those?
0: Dolores? Are you going mad? She's my receptionist. Well, what does that mean? It means you'd better watch your P's and Q's, Freddy. (sighs) What's the problem? Do you need to go to the bathroom? You know where it is. It's back there. Don't start using mine now. I want to see your sculptures. Easy with that door. You're gonna
2: break it. I want to see your ingenious sculptures. They're
0: not finished. Well, come on, let me in. I want to see what you've created. If you need the back passage, go back there, but this here's my bathroom. What
2: are you talking about?
0: I want to see what you've created. I'm turning this closet into a bathroom. Well, that's great, but why won't you let me see your sculptures? Did you hear me? I'm turning this closet into a bathroom. I don't get the connection. I just want to see the sculpture. Look, you silly little parrot. If you must go to the john, do so back there, but stay away from my Bathroom. This is my can. Do you understand my meaning? This is my can. What did you call me? Well, come on now, Fred. I was just getting a little impatient. You know I have a lot of patience normally, but sometimes I feel irritated, upset, not always in control. Maybe a little intransference, I suppose. But
3: <coughs> never do
0: that. Why not? I'm going to call Dolores, Fred. I don't want to have to do that. Silly little parent? Oh, come on, Fred. It was just a gesture of impatience. That's all it was. Don't make me call Dolores. You don't want me to do that. <coughs> you know what happened after your session last time? You don't want it to happen again, right? I don't give a shit about Dolores. Oh, yes, you do. Remember the last time you were humiliated? Shut up. You crawled out of here, Fred. I told her all about it. (coughs) Uh, I'm going to give her your job, Fred. That's all there is to it. I'm going to make her my right-hand man.
3: (coughs) Mossy Stemkowski here to see you.
2: You'd better cancel her, Dolores.
3: Is everything all right, Dr. White? I heard some banging.
4: Oh,
2: oh yes, Dolores. Fred has been very good today. Tell Ms. Stemkowski I'll make it up to her next time. And Dolores... Please take the day off. I'll see you soon!
5: (laughs) You son of a bitch!
1: Three days later. The closet door now has a phosphorescent green toilet sign.
2: I'll see Stemkowski here to see you. Send her right in.
3: (laughs) Hi. Hello. Herb around?
2: He's not here.
3: We have a session now.
2: I know. We can start soon if you'd like. With who? Dr. White put me in charge.
3: You? Why? Where did he go? Tahiti. Tahiti? Why didn't he tell me? Was this a vacation?
2: Of sorts. He just felt that if you knew there was going to be a substitute therapist, you might not come, and he felt you badly needed your therapy.
3: Wait a minute. Aren't you that patient he introduced me to last week?
2: (laughs) Yes, I met you briefly, but no. I'm not Dr. White's patient.
3: Hmm. I thought Herb said you were.
2: I haven't been anyone's patient in years. If anything, Dr. White's been more of a patient to me.
3: Herb went into a long speech about you. Really? Yes. He said you were a very fine man and one of his best patients.
2: Well, there you go. See? He recognizes everything I did for him. Better late than never. Between you and me, though, I taught him everything he knows.
3: He also said you were going through some tough times.
2: Well, if you knew Dr. White as I know him now, you'd say that was a bit of a projection. What's that? Let's just say Herb's the one with the problem.
3: You mean, Herb was going through tough times, so...
2: He projected all that onto me? Yes. See the new addition to the office?
3: The sign? Yes, I noticed it.
2: You don't like Dr. White's little touch?
3: It's pretty showy.
2: Dr. White needed some color here. The office was looking a bit drab.
3: So he had a neon... Toilet sign installed. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> well, looks like he's got some new file cabinets, too. Yeah, good looking, aren't they?
2: Very attractive. We thought we'd spruce up the entryway there closer to Dolores' office.
3: Funny, there seems to be a lot more space here. Yeah,
2: especially in the back passage between the offices. The back passage. Now, the folders are in proper order now. And they're completely filed and cross-referenced. You can thank Dolores for that.
3: Yes. Do you mind if I... Why don't
2: you use Dolores's? What? She's also got a new toilet back there.
3: No, you're embarrassing me. I didn't think you noticed I wanted to use the bathroom.
2: It's not a bathroom. It's a toilet. Whatever. You know, there are two toilets here now. They both work the same. When this one's finished, I'll let you try it out. Herb had it built especially for his patients. Fine. Dr. White's no plumber. He thinks he is, but believe me, I know better than that. That's why I keep it locked. Don't want people to go in there before their time.
3: Yes. Excuse me. What the
4: hell? How did you get in? The door was open, just like last time. Where's Herb? Never mind that. How did you get by Dolores? The secretary? I didn't see her. Who are you? Are you having a session with Herb? No, I'm
2: not having a session with Dr. White. He'd be having a session with Dr. Stone would be more like it. What is wrong with her? She keeps making the same mistake. What mistake? She's got you and Marcy penciled in at the same time.
4: Well, this is the only time I can take my therapy. I have no time in the week.
2: Why? Do you work 18-hour days like all the other young men I know?
4: What's going on here? I didn't see Dolores. Herb's not here,
2: and his office is changed around. First of all, it's not his office. It's my office now. And secondly, I'm in charge. Dr. White put me in charge while he went to Tahiti. Tahiti? Yes, anyway, it's one of those South Sea islands. I'd love to go there, wouldn't you? But I've never been able to afford anything. I mean, Dr. White, or Herb, as you call him, he has all the money. You think he earned that money by himself? I taught him what he needed to know. I was his mentor. And now he thinks he's doing me a favor by letting me play substitute. Psychiatrist? You kidding him? Psychotherapist is more like it. That's why Marcy wasn't here to greet you, Ed. She must have gone with Dolores to the toilet.
3: Would somebody mind telling me what's going on around here?
2: Ditto. Marcy, meet Ed. Ed, meet Marcy.
3: We've We've already already met. met. Well,
2: When? Last Saturday? Oh, don't tell me. You're both 18-hour-a-day working professionals. That's why you take your therapy on the weekend, yeah, I see. Huh. So, is everyone ready for couples therapy?
4: Wait a minute. Yes, Ed? Name's Edward.
2: Oh, is that what your friends call you? Okay. Edward. (laughs) I'm your friend, too. First of all,
4: I've prepaid a session with... Herb White. Herb White. Ph.D., not M.D. Ph.D. Yes, Dr. Herb White. And not...
2: What's your name? Dr. Frederick Mark Stone, Ph.D. But you can call me Fred, for short. You're not the Fred that Herb was talking about.
4: I
3: think so. Herb was obsessed with Fred.
4: And second, and this is no offense to you, Marcy, but I've prepaid for an individual session, not a couple's session. I'm sure Marcy would agree with me.
2: Did you have to prepay things as well, Marcy? When? Was prepayment part of the Herb billing profile?
3: What are you talking about?
2: Okay, simply put, did Herb make you pay in advance for your sessions? Oh,
3: since this is only my third time, we didn't discuss payments, but... I have paid in advance for these sessions.
2: Dolores, review Billing Profile, Category Ed, ed Edward, Subroutine, Marcy, and delete down to a standard 50-50 handshake procedure. Roger. What's that supposed to mean? It means you will both receive a 50% credit off your bill for today's session. That's okay, Fred. Why don't
4: you give it to someone else? No offense, Marcy.
2: Well, hold on, Edward. I'm offering you and Marcy a two-for-the-price-of-one deal, and I'm willing to spend as much time as you want on analyzing your problems. You can think of it as a mini-group therapy session. Or, if you don't like the
4: term, think of it as a couples session. But she's a complete stranger, and Marcy and I are here for entirely different reasons. How do you know? Maybe you two could learn a lot from each other. Is this some sort of joke between you two? Herb seemed to think we might... He hit it off, as well.
3: He never talked to me about it.
2: No, but it's all here, in the psychological profile of Edward J. Smart. What's the J stand for? He had no right to give you my file. Relax, Edward. He didn't give it to me. It was right here in the file cabinet. So, what's the initial stand for? Joseph?
3: That's my boyfriend's name.
2: Mm-hmm. It says here, lives with mother. Is this true?
4: What's wrong with that?
2: Well, how old are you? Ah! (laughs) Dolores again. While the workmen were putting in the new bathroom in there, they found they had to redo all the pipes in the office. As for the toilet. Herb requested a custom-built water tank, equipped with a resonating chamber. Later on, I'll allow you to consult the manual of suction pressure and hydraulic release. What was that? Just an aftershock from the new water system. So, what do you think? Shall we begin? Herb had your interest at heart when he left me in charge.
3: I suppose.
2: Wouldn't hurt you to try it out, Ed. You live with your mother, right? Do you mind if I tell you two a story before we begin? It'll have some bearing on the session. Is that alright? right? Mm hmm Ed, you're going to get tired standing there. Why don't you go look at yourself in the mirror? You see, you remind me, Marcy, of a woman I once met in Italy. You know, she looked a lot like you. Except she was a gypsy. Much older. She had this similar quality. But unlike you, she was smelly and unkempt. Her skin was bad, and she was skinny as a rail. Anyway, this woman was dressed in every color imaginable and was extending a a long, pointed finger at me. It looked like a witch's finger, all veiny, with red scabs and all... (laughs) Look, I don't know how she got there. Maybe she just crawled out of a rock or something. Anyway, there she was, in the road, beckoning me to come join her. And I thought to myself, even though she seemed to be the only person for miles around, why me? I don't want to get next to this stinky, filthy person. So I looked around, thinking she meant someone else. But then she moved closer and stared at me. And I started getting scared.
5: I know you,
2: she tells me, moving closer.
5: Yeah, it seems that way.
2: Now I want to get the hell out of there, see.
5: From another life, she said. You used to be a prince, but you died when you fell off your father's horse. Your father was King Giancarlo Fanculo di Sardegna.
2: No, I, I, I said to her, I, I didn't know that.
5: The King Fanculo was killed off by one of his brothers, Gianfranco, who was in love with your mother. Anyway, you fell off your horse and died later of complications and... Then...
2: Look, my friend, yeah, I had to stop her. This was getting ridiculous. Tell this fantastic tale to someone else.
5: It's not fantastic.
2: She seemed indignant
5: at my remark. They used to call you Prince Stallone, but now they call you Fred. I
2: was getting pissed off now since she seemed to know my name. Look, she said, I can prove I know you very well. So how? I ask her.
5: Well, she says, Prince Stallone Fanculo had a very distinctive bone in his stomach that had the shape of a dog. And if you feel here.
2: No, that's right, go ahead, just touch it.
5: Aww. You can feel the dog shaped bone. <laughs> 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 oh, Rice! Let me out of here! You
2: can't go out. You've gotta face the truth, Marcy. I'm not keeping you in, you're keeping yourself in. You're constipating yourself with all these useless details. Who's in there? No one. No, stay away from there. I said, get away from there! Why is that door locked? Do not scream. If you do, I will blow your head into the toilet back there. If you cooperate, I will let you go peacefully. No one can hear you. Dolores and I have completely soundproofed the walls. The doors are locked. The telephone lines have been cut. And there is plenty of toilet paper. But there is nothing to be alarmed about. You! (laughs) Open the toilet door. We are going to continue our session! Uh, uh, Open it! uh, uh. Now drag him out of there! (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Uh. Uh. Don't tell me he fell off of it again. He had a comfortable seat on the throne back there, but now he's going to face the big one. Mm -hmm. All right, come on. Uh, Edward, you're a strong boy. Put him uh, in that chair. uh, (coughs) Just put another rope around him to stop him from trying to abdicate. What rope? In the toilet, boy. And bring out the 18 rollers as well. (laughs) All right, now, Marcy... You, place those two chairs on either side of Herb
3: uh,
2: and you, Edward, hogtie the king to his throne. Yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. All right, Edward, you sit down to the right of the king. You will be Prince Charming. And you, Queen Marcy, place the Bibles there between you, Prince Charming, and the king.
3: What Bibles?
2: Those 18 rollers there, you just set them up like coffee tables in front of his royal highness and next to the prince. Excellent, thank you. Now sit down, my queen, next to his royal highness, and place your right hand on a bible. Now raise your right hand. Do you solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you, Herb? Do you? I do. I swear...
3: I swear... Huh.
2: Must have been one of the blanks. I was expecting the young rash prince to make an attempt to save his lady love. But what the young fellow does not understand is that the gun is indeed loaded with two real bullets. But we don't know which cylinders are going to do the dirty. Good. Now that we understand each other, we can begin our family therapy. Marcy and Ed, I want you to join hands in holy unity. (laughs) Great. Now, go to it.
3: Relate. What do you want me to do, Fred?
2: Dr. Stone to you, my queen.
3: Go on. Relate.
2: It doesn't matter who starts. We don't understand. No, no, you don't understand. Uh, I want you... to... relate, Prince. Who to? To your queen. I mean, isn't that the way it's done, my liege? You just tell them to do it? <laughs> what do I do? What is the matter with the two of you? You start talking to each other. We're relating now. We're going to talk.
3: You want us to talk to each other.
2: I want you to relate.
5: What should we
3: relate about?
5: Anything!
2: What should they talk about? You lousy people! Ah, don't ask him anything. He's got nothing to say. Just find out about your prince. Look out for someone else instead of always thinking about your lousy dancing career. I mean, that is what you do, yes? You're a a dancer?
5: Find out what? Relate! Meaningfully! Commit!
2: I'm on the right track now, huh, King Herb? Ed? Prince Edward?
3: Prince Edward?
2: Yes. Yes. My queen. Yes, my queen.
1: Do you know what he's on about?
2: No, no, no. Not me. You. My prince. Grab a hold of both hands of your queen. And remember, you're on a spiritual trek. Be the participants. Now, Marcy?
3: Guess we'd better do what he says. Do what I say! Um, for Prince Edward?
4: Yes, my queen.
3: What do you do?
2: I knew she'd ask that.
4: <clears throat> for a living?
2: Oh, what else would it be for? You're a job category, my prince. Believe it. Well...
4: Well, come on, my prince. Open yourself up. Well... I've sold computer dating systems for some years now. Outside of that, I have very little time, but I'm working on-
2: On what? On having more time? Yes. Don't answer me, my queen.
3: You're into computers, Prince Edward.
2: Into? I love it. I love computers. And? Tell us about your goddamn computers! Well...
4: They've brought us all a complete revolution in information storage. There is so much information out there, so many details to process. My job is to take this info and bunch it up, and send it out in neat little packages.
3: It sounds like you tie the ribbon.
4: Bravo! Very good, my queen!
2: Now, come on, really tie the knot now. Relate! Uh,
3: Another question, Dr. Stone?
2: If that's how you do it, my queen.
3: It sounds like you have no time for social activity, Prince Charming.
2: Are you kidding? After his 18-hour days? You mean, do I go out to bars? Don't be so proletarian, my prince. Uh, Clubs, elegant soirees, balls, polo,
4: not bars. To be honest, uh, after work, I'm so tired, I just go to bed.
3: How old are you, my prince?
4: Early thirties.
3: What about you, my queen? (laughs) Boring! Boring! (laughs) Mid-twenties. Yeah, right. I am.
2: Yeah? How mid? Look you two, if King Herb weren't gagged up, he'd be yawning right now. Let's get going. My queen, what's your boyfriend like aside from his resemblance to me? Now, we're getting somewhere. Got your boyfriend. <sighs> your boyfriend.
3: Oh. We've been seeing each other for some time.
2: Seeing. I love the verb. Does he let you see his front piece? <sighs> now, come on. Explore your feelings toward Joe and relate. <sighs> Commit. MEANINGFULLY!
3: (laughs) LAY OFF ME!
2: Dr. Stone. Now, don't forget the transference, and above all, don't be afraid to project. That's telling him, right?
4: (laughs) Alright,
2: come on, I'm in a rush. To go where? (laughs) Don't get me mad, Ed. One more time, and you're gone. (laughs) Now, you are very lucky that was another blank. (laughs) The red dots are bullets. Well, come on, my queen. You keep telling us Prince Edward looks like Joe.
3: I don't see the connection.
2: The prince is your boyfriend now. Talk to him as if he were Joe. Get it? Go on.
3: I pretend he's Joe?
2: That's right. Joe is Edward. Edward is Joe.
3: I'll try.
2: And Prince Edward? Mm. All you do is sit back and enjoy it.
3: I just wish. Help her! What? I just wish he'd make something. No,
2: no, no, no. You, Marcy. You gotta pretend the prince is your boyfriend.
3: I. I just wish you'd make something of your life. I. That's good. I, That's
2: very, very good, my queen.
3: just wish you'd go out there and take what's yours because I need you to give of yourself to me. But unless you've got what it takes, and unless you feel you can stand on your own two feet. Like that, Dr. Stone? That's perfect,
2: my queen. You hear that? Stand on your own two feet.
3: Unless you feel you can stand on your own two feet by yourself, even though I want you, I can't let myself be pulled down. Pulled down? That's right. Pulled down by these... Endless periods of self-hate coupled with that bitch always interfering. What are you talking about?
4: You're so thick. She's
3: always telling you what to do. Who is? She's got you under her thumb. She's telling you what to do, don't you see? My, my mother?
4: Yes! Uh, no, she isn't. She is. No, she isn't. What, what, what are you talking about? If, if, if you're getting sucked in here, Marcy, by, by all this talk... She then... is.
3: Of course she is. No, I try to do my best. I try to believe in you, but she's holding you back. Can't you see? You're an emotional cripple. She needs her little boy to confide in. Look at you! And maybe you're trying. Maybe you are, but why? Why would she always tell me? He always used to try hard, even when he was a little boy. As if you weren't trying anymore. Try what? My my queen? You're you're talking to Edward. And it gets me so mad when I hear that. He was such a sweet little boy. That's what she's always saying now. What is
4: she doing? She's going into it.
3: I used to take you on my lap. You were so sweet.
4: I see what you're trying to do. Good, Edward. I'd
3: take you down from malts. I understand. Keep quiet. And you'd always order the chocolate was. Strawberry ones!
4: You you, you watch it, Marcy. I, I I don't know where you're getting your information, but I'm, I'm not going to stand for Shut too much Shut up or, or do the same.
3: And you'd always be satisfied.
4: You're moving into dangerous
3: territory. Not like the other little buggers. You were much more appreciative, and I brought you up to be polite, to say please and thank you. Dan, what has that done for me? Just the way I was brought up.
2: Goddamn little... No, no, Eddie. Why
3: did you let her change you? Why did you have to change? I didn't have to
4: change and I haven't changed and you know that. You're just snooping and prying like you always have and like you always will, trying to make me say something I don't want to say.
3: Don't let your mother change you. It's not my fault. Of course it is. It's not my fault. Of course it is. You're letting it happen. You
4: won't defend yourself. Why did you have to tell everybody about those strawberry malts? You know that was between us. Such a sweet little boy. (laughs) There are people around here and They're all listening to us. You didn't have to tell them I told you to keep it to yourself. I'll always be your son. You know that. I'm not going to leave you in the lurch now. I'm trying to make you understand. I'm trying. But you're not
3: trying hard enough. I'm talking to you now, but you're not listening. You're screaming away, stonewalling anything I say. You're being held back. Don't you understand that? You're not letting yourself go, I'm telling you. You're not going to tell me anything, you little... Slut!
4: I saw that guy sneaking around behind Dad's back, massaging you on the carpet. You didn't think I saw that. You thought I was in school, but I was watching from the side. I've seen what you'll do for a favor. Don't try and run me down when you were screaming like a cat on that carpet.
3: You seem to like it. We were having a great time until she called, and then Mommy's little boy had to answer the telephone, and there she was, again, laying all over us like a smelly blanket. I'm on your side, don't you see? We're equals now,
4: but all you do is talk down to me. How long is it going to take for you to
3: understand that I'm an adult just like you are? You're a Peter Pan. You're screwed up. I know this. You've also got other qualities. You're so gentle. You're so cute sometimes, but sometimes, oh, sometimes I feel so alone. Oh God, I don't know what takes over me anymore. And then, You come through for me! You plug that void, and maybe you don't even know it, but you fill me in!
4: I'm always coming through for you, doing your crap! Don't you think I have anything else to do? And then you make these demands, and talk to me about all your lousy, shitty friends! They're wasting my time, and so are you! Do you understand my meaning? You're wasting my goddamn time! I love it, both of you.
3: Your nasty smile. I want it. And I'll rub your feet for you. I'll cook for you, anything. But you, you've you got your own life. We, we're together, you and me. And I know you make mistakes, but- I I just sit here helplessly while you make them I
4: make mistakes because I'm constantly dealing with what you want so I can never deal with what I want and need. Don't I have the right to live my life? What about my life?
3: What about my life with you? I'm not really a part of your life, am I? Not me. Not me. She is... Bitch, she is! You know
4: how you've always felt about my friends? You've never wanted them there in the place. They weren't good enough for you or Dad. So how did you ever expect me to bring a woman around? I wouldn't even want a woman in the place because you'd always be criticizing her. You think you're
3: smarter than any woman around. She thinks she can do everything better than me, right? Yeah, she says she can. Well, let me tell you. I can do better than her. Sure I can. I'm not going to feel hurt anymore. No. No, I'm not going to feel hurt anymore. She's
4: not going to hurt you. Don't you understand that? So why do you want to hurt her? It's going to work out. You know it will, but you don't want it to because you might lose control. You know something? You've already lost control, and all you're doing now is holding me back. You're holding me back.
3: I am not holding you back. Yes, you are.
4: I'm not your mother. You're
3: holding me back. I'm not your mother. You're holding me back. I'm not your mother. I'm not not I'm not your mother! I'm not your mother! <laughs> Don't
2: thank Herb, you're not mine either. How old are you?
3: What?
4: I think he wants to know how old you are.
1: What are you talking about?
2: Well?
3: What are you talking about?
2: Okay, tell me how old Joe Edwards' mother is. What do we do now, Herb? we the one-on-one,
5: huh? we the one-on-one?
3: <laughs> I'm feeling sick. Can I go to the bathroom?
2: Number one or number two?
1: Please!
2: Edward, go in and drag out the culprit.
1: Edward walks inside the closet and wheels out the sculpture. It is an extremely regal five-foot-tall toilet with a marble back. On the right of it is a fully operable, huge chrome flushing lever. The bowl is three quarters finished.
2: To think I could never finish it for you. Now, we come to the big one. (coughs) Go on, untie him and put him on his throne where he
3: belongs.
2: (coughs) And now, open up one of those Bibles, toss me a roll. Marcy and Edward, You'll be finishing up the sculpture, so watch me, and start with the feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like that. But don't cover his head.
5: I want him to see
2: all of this. Oh, it looks like the toilet's full of shit now. Well, get ready for the big one. All right, Herd? I mean, you would have had a lot of work to do with these two, but now that work is mine. Mm
0: -hmm. And it won't take me
2: another ten years to finish them off, either! (laughs) What do you think this guy can do for you? Sitting up there on the throne, watching everybody else. What do you think he sees? You think he's capable of understanding your problems with your boyfriend, Marcy? what about old Ed's maternal babbling, his information anxiety, and robot-directed angst? You kidding? Old Herb. Farting away on he old and quaint shitbox up there, charging $350 an hour to analyze others while his own life runs amok? Well, how about it, Herb? You ready for the big one? <coughs> <laughs> That's right. I have found a place for you all. So waddle down from your lofty heights and shut yourselves in back there. Right back there! <coughs> That's where you belong. And that's where you should stay. Because you know what your problem is. Do you know what the problem is, do you? We don't spend enough time in there.
5: We don't spend enough time in there!
3: Hello, Freddy.
5: Oh, please, Dolores.
3: You went too far, Freddy.
2: I know. I didn't mean to.
3: Of all Herb's patience, we didn't expect it of you.
2: I, I know. Please, spare me.
3: After all this time? Shame on you, Fred.
2: Please, Dolores, I didn't kill him. It
3: doesn't matter. He'll be
2: all right later.
3: You understand it's not my decision. I do what I have to do. Lie down now at my feet, and I'll make it extremely soft for you. You won't hurt me? you won't feel a thing. (laughs) Fred? Yes? Do you want to work for me?
1: I hope you enjoyed The Insanity of Venom. Venom was written by Richard Bont and directed and designed by myself, Rebecca Lynn. Fred was played by Silas Cade, Herb by Carl Weintraub, Marcy and Dolores by Sarah Schulte, and Edward by Matt Curtin. Find out more about the cast and crew and our other upcoming shows on our website, deanproductionstheatre.com forward slash premiere hyphen the hyphen play. And thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us get closer to our goal of doubling our audience by sharing this episode with someone you know. We'll be back next week with a modern romantic comedy with a twist. So see you then.
0: You've been listening to Premiere the Play, featuring new plays from around the world. Produced by Dean Productions, a 501c3 nonprofit
4: like what you hear? Visit our website for past episodes and to make a tax-deductible donation.